Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe Podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. This podcast is raw, authentic, and unscripted. With that being said, enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is HP Mac. Welcome to the Just Believe Podcast. Today, I'm honored with a very special guest. I've been knowing this man quite quite some months now. We've been especially connecting over social media once the pandemic hit. I got I, I got a chance to see him tell his story on another page. And I was like, man, I I, I, I got to follow him, man. I'm just so happy that someone is expressing himself. Uh, before I introduce him, I'm going to give you just a little snippet of what's he about. Great thought that came to my mind pretty much as I'm sitting here editing my videos pretty much. As far as your goals, as far as what you want to do in life, as far as anything that you want to do, no matter what, keep going regardless. You got something going on, and a lot of times when we first start our, our, our dream, first start our vision, we first start our podcast, or our clothing line, or whatever the case may be, you give them the history. Everything's going well, everything's going well, and sometimes things slow down. So, in that point, don't get frustrated, keep moving regardless. Even if everything slows down, you feel like, oh man, I'm not giving this many likes, or no one sharing my content or something like that. Keep going regardless. The fact that you got purpose means everything. Keep going. Be consistent. Even no matter if you post a video on YouTube or something and you think in your head that, hey, nobody saw it. Somebody saw what you're doing. Matter of fact, you saw what you're doing. So keep doing what you're doing. You keep going for your dreams. You keep pushing forward no matter what. Stay, stay focused on your journey. You got this. I love it. I love it. I love it. Today, my guest is the one and only Craig Cooper. Um, thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. And um, just like you said, I've been watching what you're doing and seeing you do videos every day, inspiring me just to keep pushing. <laughs> so it's definitely a two-way street. Thank, thank you so you. much. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's it's difficult. Um like you said in that video, I had to play that video. That video touched me because we all start from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's hard. Like even if you don't start from somewhere, say you're ready to reset. And you're like, yeah. how? I don't know what to do. That right there hit me. It. I was like, man, I probably saw it later on in the day, and I and I was stuck. I was like, man, I'm, should I start this podcast again? And I was like, you know what? He mentioned it. Let's do it. And I had to. I was like, I let me. He has to be the first guest. So, appreciate that. <laughs> so can you please inform the people who you are and what you do? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, hey, everybody. My name is Craig Cooper. Um, I'm 11 years free of depression and suicide audiations. And what I learned is through life, sometimes you go through what you go through. And I feel like it's our ability, our job to uh, give your blessings, give thanks to God for bringing you out. Also, extend the hand back to someone else who's going through the same thing you've been through. And that's the reason why I started Uplift Kings, you know, just to give men that platform to, to speak on mental health and just speak on growth pretty much to save life. You never know how someone seeing your story or someone inter- seeing your interview or somebody else be like, hey, that touched my life. And if that happens, you know, that's a blessing to save lives. Yes, yes, yes. Congratulations all over over the 11 years of beating depression. I love it. Um, would you like to tell your story just a little bit so people can kind of relate or maybe they just might need some inspiration or somebody might be going through something like right now? Um, yeah, sure. Um, 
So what I noticed, the further I get from where I was, the more I realized where it started. And there are moments where I'm still fit. I'm still, still having triggers. So I know where it came from. And I honestly feel like my depression started when I was in fourth grade. And so just to paint a picture for you and your audience, um, but just say I'm in the class and the standard classroom is what, 30, maybe 30 kids, 25 yeah. kids. Yeah, Pretty 25 much. to 30. 25, 30 kids. And I got pulled out of class and I got put in the class, which is known as special ed class. And those classes were, so you go from 25, then you go from eight students or maybe four or three. You get in a class where no windows, you're isolated. You know, there are your friends walking past your classroom. Oh, look at him. He's in special ed. And oh, look at her. And look at her and whatever. And I remember, <laughs> I remember this one girl that I liked at the time. I had a crush on her. And she walked past she was like, dang, I ain't know Craig was in special ed. So, and you're hearing those words over and over again. You're thinking like, dang, it's what they're saying about me is true. So as I'm going back to my class, regular class, there are times where you switch. So I'm, I get to class late this particular day. And I'm going back to class, teacher writing on the chalkboard. She mumbles under her breath real low, but I can hear. He goes, oh, the retarded kids are coming. You know, my nine-year-old, eight-year-old wow. self is like, uh, you know, and, and I'm thinking, I wish I would have spoke up for myself back then. You know, and, and instead of me speaking up, I kind of internalized that and took it as my reality. And back then, um, it wasn't pictured as you can go to college, especially in those classes. It wasn't pictured as, oh, you can do this or you can do anything you want. It was more so you're going to get you a job, get you nine to five, and that's it. And that's all I saw from my reality. I'm like, okay, this is all I'm going to do to the point where it followed me up into my teenage life, my young adult life. So when everyone's graduating in high school, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to this college, I'm going to that college, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? I have no idea. You know, and that's the scary part. So I really feel like that was the trickle down for me to feel like bad about myself. To I, the point. I have a question. When, <laughs> when you heard that teacher say those words, oh, the retarded kids are coming. Did you ever go to anyone and, and express your emotions or anything like that? Or you just kept it bottled up inside and try to sweep it under the rug? My one regret is I kept it on swept under the rug. And realizing that, I wish I never did that. You know, because at the time you're thinking, you're a child, how dare you speak to me? Or you're in a child's place. So I thought at the time, and I wish I would have spoke up for myself. How I view myself now, I don't let nobody talk to me that any kind of way, you know. To oh, of course, of course. <laughs> so I'm not dealing with that. And it's just, it is unfortunate that, you know, I work in a school system now and I do security, but I don't look at it as this is my one job. I look at it as I'm somebody's big brother. I'm somebody's uncle figure, probably a dad figure. So I'm never going to say to any kid, oh, you're retarded or you're stupid or any of that because what you say to a child at that age it's crucial it's that's that crucial uh, mode where they're trying to build themselves and as an adult we say oh you don't care what nobody thinks no as a child you that's when you care about what everybody thinking about you yeah, you know right or wrong that's how it is and 
that followed me up all the way up until my adult life. Up until I was like 20, 23. And I was working in a fast food restaurant and I'm going to work, right? And I'm on a metro, you know, train. I got sunglasses on. So at this point, I'm trying to mask my pain. I don't want nobody to see me crying. I'm crying my eyes out. I'm listening to sad music. I'm doing things to trigger me because I, I feel pretty much like shit. And I can hear the devil in my ear saying, this is it. Taste the day. This Normally people be like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, no, this is it. I felt like at that time I have no reason to be here. I got no reason to add to the earth or anything like that. I have no reason to be here. Now, yeah. do you know what triggered you that day? Was it something that you seen? Was it a movie? Was it the, the music that you was listening to? Was it, what was it for you to feel like, man, at 23, I'm done? For me, it, it was, it was um, a lot of events at one time happening. It was how I view myself and how it took me five or 10 times just to get out the house. You know, it's times where I had to, okay, this is the fifth time. Okay, I'm crying. Okay, let me try this again. And then for me, it's also at this point, you know, back in the day, they had AOL Messenger, you know, how we talking right now. Yeah. And I'm telling him, my ex-girlfriend at the time, like, hey, I'm going, I didn't understand what it was. But I knew it was, it felt like a, like a black cloud following me everywhere I went. No matter where it went, it was always raining. You know, no matter where I went, it was always dark, depressing. And I'm like, hey, babe, I'm going through this. Can you help me out? So instead of getting that help, getting that support, you start to laugh. So at that moment, I'm like, I can't talk to nobody about this. You know, and that was like, for me, that was like a crushing moment for me. And then I found out we had issues and started to cheat on me. I'm like, I'm like, dang, I can't even make anybody happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm like, trying to make someone else happy. I'm trying to, I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to make someone else happy and knowing that I can't, at the time, thinking like, I'm not good enough. You know? So that's when I get those thoughts of, okay, I'm going to go home. I'm going to take myself out. And that was my plan. You know, um, the time, one of my best friends at the time, she called my mother and told her, oh, Craig is feeling sad. I don't know what it is. He's just not himself or whatever. I've been going through this funk for, the, for a while. I, don't, I go to work. I don't talk to nobody. I'm always walking my head down. You know, I don't look at nobody in the eye. If I look somebody in the eye and I say, what's wrong with you? I'm going to cry. Oh, okay. I thought you did the put the head down. Yeah. So I'd be like, what's wrong with you? They'd be like, I'm like, nothing. I'm good. But if I get the, if we have a conversation, it's going to make me emotional. So instead of me saying how I feel, I got to mask it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. So, and of course. yeah, and that's when that was like, this is it, you know? And this is, what year is this? About 20? This is 2000. This is 2008, if I got the date wrong. And it was like, I know it's from that time, 2008, 2009. And it's, it's crazy because around this time, no one's talking about mental health. No yeah. one's talking about, hey, check this person out right. or, or go see this doctor or therapist or counselor or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my, like, like you, I was similar to that. And trying to understand where to find it was hard. You know, social media wasn't, 
really there like that. And and YouTube wasn't putting out content like that. It was it was like, how do you look for it, or or how can I get the help? What 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 led you to the help? Like, okay, this this is the moment. I'm going through this now. I'm gonna go to this person for help, or did you just do everything natural, like with with yourself? Okay, so what happened was um, I went home, right, and I'm standing in the mirror. I'm getting ready to go by a letter to my mom and everything. It's time to just live, just live my mom, me and me and her. And at that moment, I felt like I wanted to do it, but I also wanted someone to say, "Say I really love me." You know, I wanted that last. I, I, I can, I got you. I wanted to hear that. And <clears throat> she calls me. It was like, um, "Hey, son, what's wrong? What's, what's going on?" And I'm just, I started bawling out, crying, and we ended up talking for like an hour and. She gave me the biggest hug and just gave me some words of encouragement. And, but I did go to a therapist when I was like, uh, maybe 12. Okay. And at the time, it was an older white guy. And I felt like he couldn't relate to me. So when I went there, he's like, oh, what's wrong with you? Nothing. You know, <laughs> and that, that was my moment to actually express myself. But at the time... That's how I felt. Like, I, I feel like he couldn't relate to me. You, you know? know? I'm glad you said that. Um, it's something that I've been advocating on my page a lot. It's a language barrier. Does, yeah. It's not really, it's not a, he's black, I'm white. It's a language barrier. If you're speaking the same language as me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you. I'm mm-hmm. going to, hey, okay, cool. I can open up. And some people make fun of us, or especially myself, of speaking Ebonics, right? But mm-hmm. that's a language. It yeah. may not be. It may not be proper English, quote unquote. But it's a language, and I connect with the people who really need it. The people right. that was similar to us in the urban areas, that was in the black communities that nobody was advocating it. And so mm-hmm. I speak. I I tell people all the time the importance of that language barrier. It helps out so much, and yeah. it's not just a skin skin thing. It's it's a language barrier. If he would have spoke to the same language as you, at at 12, you probably would have opened up and Pandora's box would have been fulfilled with all that, all that, all that emotion that you had inside. And you probably, your out, your outlet of life or your outcome in life would have been so much different. Agreed. And if it was a, let's say it was a white guy my age, he's speaking the same language I speak. So when I say white guy, I'm not saying because he's a different race that I couldn't relate to him. Just that he's an older guy and not speaking my language. He could have been an older black guy and not speaking my language. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason why when people see us, you know what I'm saying? When I see you, I'm like, man, he look just like me. That's encouragement. He's speaking the same language I speak. Mm-hmm. Or I see several guys that we follow on our page. We all got this one community. He may not be black, but he talks like me. I can relate to him mm-hmm. on that aspect. Yes. yes. So it gives me more encouragement. So you can't have that aspect of speaking the same language i do agree with that yeah yes yes but go ahead proceed i just wanted to get that in because a a lot of people they assume oh oh i don't want to see a therapist because they're not good it's just it's a language barrier and i think now we have so many outlets where we can research okay let me look at the reviews let me see what they're about or they may have an instagram page or a facebook page or maybe Mm -hmm. even a youtube channel where you can check them out and okay get a feel okay i think this will work or this wouldn't work Yeah. yeah. But go ahead. Finish telling tell your story. I'm sorry. And, no, you're good. Um, also, it was uh, times where I went to church and you know how they do the altar call, right? 
and if anyone's going through this, come to the altar. I, I did that a couple of times. And I'm not knocking the church. I am safe. You know, I'm a Christian. I believe in God and everything. But at the same time, I really think that when someone's going through something, you shouldn't just give them, oh, I'm going to pray for you, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? You have to give them that human aspect also. Yeah. Like, I, don't I, just give me a Bible verse and just, I go home and I'm still messed up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I went through no, that. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I tried to, I went to church for a little bit, and there's a disconnect. And I, I look at it as, okay, maybe they don't understand what, what it is. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, some people feel depressed for a little bit, but they don't understand when you're in it, barely hanging on, like over, like looking at the, they don't understand that. And some people may not be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. And like when you're in it, it's the scariest thing in the world. Cause you can literally, it can be anything that will make you be like, you know what? I'm done. It could be a death in the family. It could be you lost a job. It can be, you know, I'm done. That's it. I, I can't take it no more. And that's where I was at. And, you know, I started to go to church more. I started talking to my pastor one time. He actually had a conversation with me. And it wasn't just, I'm going to pray for you. He literally just grabbed me and saying, that's the worst thing you could do to your mom. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you need to be here for you too. And that was the start of me. Okay, let me just find a way to find a way to just uplift myself in a sense. No pun intended. <laughs> you know, so, and... So this is the reason why my Instagram says I am Dark Superman, because when I was a kid, I always looked at it as a man as he's strong, he's smart, he's intelligent, he's he's confident. And I am Dark Superman was a person that I am today. Always wanted to have muscles, not just physical, but also mental muscles also. Always wanted to be the person to be like, I'm confident no matter what. And something my fiance told me, she said, you know what? Dark Superman is dope too, but so is Craig. And it took me this year to realize, you know what? I'm falling love with myself, Craig Cooper, you know, the person. And it's just like amazing how like literally, I remember one time you told me like you had to surgery on yourself. Yeah. And that's what I had to do. And it was certain things I had to add to the aspect. So my mom took me to the gym for the first time. At the time, I'm like, this is a weird suggestion. Coming to the gym, I'm like, uh, why would I do that? I'm like, okay. I'm on the treadmill just walking. Baggy shirt. <laughs> Baggy sweatpants. <laughs> Clearly what, what I don't wear today is totally different, right? Well, that was a different time and era. We yeah, always yeah, wear the extra baggy era, stuff, right? so it's okay. <laughs> so I'm like, and I'm just walking. I'm like, maybe if I if I latch on to something and put my all into it, I can see what happens. You know, I'm like, okay. I started working on my homeboy, CJ. He's on the first episode. And he's like, man, when you start to lose weight, man, you can get someone's attention. Okay, I started to lose weight, so I gained a little muscle. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to feel good about myself. Then I added martial arts to that. Now I got that self-discipline. Now that what's some custom retarded, like, no, who are you talking to? It's <laughs> so, all out. I'm ready now. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not saying, like, I can do anything. You know, I'm just, I can take care of me. And my people. The confidence. The confidence is, is a, yeah. Huge. It's a big thing. It's nothing like being confident no matter where you go. And that's something like to, like to add to that this year alone. You know, I didn't have this idea of Uplift Kings or a podcast until like the pandemic happened. I wanted to do something like this, but I didn't know what it was. So we got time to actually slow down your thoughts. 
to slow down your mind, actually pray to God, actually every day manifest what you want, good things happen. You know, <laughs> no, you're not lying. No, you're yeah. not. Um, there's a couple of questions I want to, to ask you. Um, the conversation with the pastor, right? Mm-hmm. Was it, did it help you in a way of, oh, this is a guy I needed to hear this from another male? Or was it just, man, I just needed those words from anyone at the time that helped kind of motivate you to, okay, this is this is the dumbest idea I can ever do because I'm going to hurt my, I'm not not only going to end my life, I'm just passing on the pain that I, I felt to my mom. That was what I needed to hear at that moment. When, you know how you hear something, it just spark you, it just, excuse me, it just punched you right in the face? Oh, yeah. That's what that was. And the last thing one do is hurt my mom any anyway. If that was the driving set for me to just better myself in that area because of that, and also work on myself, that's what I need to hear in that moment. Had that conversation not happened, I'm not sure where I'll be at, to be honest with you. You know, because it, because it, the thing with me was, it was a man talking to a man. You know, it wasn't just, oh, you gotta do this. It was just like, yo, what, what's, what's, what like, what's, real, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. You know, that human aspect. And that's when I started to like, with the, my tribe of brothers and that I have in my circle to this day, and to give you the real conversation, like, your real friends are not your yes men. You know, it's not like you call me like, yo, I'm going through this. Okay, let's figure a way out. Yeah. And Let say, me stop what I'm doing and help you out. Let me stop what I'm doing. My boy's going through this. Yeah. You know, instead of being like, man, look at me. You know what I'm saying? That's not the people that I associate myself with. You know, having that, having that. It's okay to reach out to another male. Because sometimes you may not have that mental muscle to get through. Yeah. Like, I need to call my boy. I can't, yo, bro, talk to me. Hit me up. And just had those great conversations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad he did. It sounded like after that, from the outside looking in, it sounded like you had a conversation with your mom. And that led to, okay, my son is going through something. There's nothing like a mother love. I'm just going to put yeah. that out there. <laughs> um, but, you know, you had that conversation with your mom and she's probably like, okay, my son needs help. I don't really know how to help him in, in the way of, of, Let's break this stigma or, or this depression, but I'm gonna spend some time with him, tell him I love him, and you know what? Let's go to the gym. Let's let's do something together. Did that help you mentally and obviously physically? Because you look like a superhero. But does does it help you? Did it help you? Okay, I need this not because of the the muscles, but I need this to just get off all that pain or that anger that I was feeling. That that helped a lot. Um... There was a song I used to listen to. My favorite rapper is Eminem, right? And that song, Not Afraid, when that came yeah. out, when I tell you that I on a train, I ran on a train for like three hours straight, just listen to that. And just straight, like, I'm not afraid of my problems. I'm not afraid of depression. And I kept saying to myself over and over again, because my mom would do is right. She'll write affirmations on the, on, the mirror, on the mirror in the bathroom in the morning. Like, remember, God loves you. Remember, I love you. Remember, have a great day. Even though there are basic sins, it's something I need to hear. Of and then I start doing it for myself. I start doing affirmations to myself every day. Okay, Craig. Even when I'm crying in the mirror, like when I don't. And the thing is, people who are super attractive are the last ones to know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You don't have that confidence. Yeah. You didn't have that confidence as a kid. You're just like, oh, yeah. I look good. Okay. Thank yeah. you. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't have $5. What do you want? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It can be a chick that's, oh my gosh, she's gorgeous and she don't even know it. Yeah. yeah. It can be that guy is handsome, look good looking. Like, I don't even know it. I was the last to know my worth. You know, so I had to constantly build myself up. And at the time, I had to completely fall on my face several times bad relationships, dealing with the wrong people, you know, dealing with the wrong relationships, dealing with people who push you down instead of encouraging, you know, so like when I do get to that point and do find that one, I know what it looks like. Yeah. I already had and my that's practice. The, that's, that's, that's the important part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was something that you mentioned, right? Obviously, we're, we still have the pandemic going on. Uh, COVID seems like it's not going anywhere mm-hmm. for, for probably the next year or so. Um, once the world slowed down and you had that moment to think, how was it? What was your, did you write down the plan or you just said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Hey, I'm going to tell you what happened, right? Um, it was a, a, my fiance and I was listening to Sarah Jakes. It was, a, the sermon is called um, From Weeping to Walking. And at that moment, I literally felt like she was in our living room like this like I'm talking to you. And the thing is, at the time I got I got a fitness company on the side that I just kind of put to the side. Okay. And that kind of just like I lost my passion. I was frustrated. And it was like I know it's I don't remember verbatim, but I it was more like, I know you lost your passion, but it's time for you to walk in your purpose. It's time for you to just like, oh, walk in my purpose. And it's like, oh, uplift kings. My mind started to just go crazy and I started to like write. I wrote the logo down. I posted a video one time. I was like, this is the logo I want to do. You know, I said, I want to do a podcast. And having that right woman next to you and you tell your vision, instead of her being like, oh, why are you going to do that? She goes, okay, draw a logo. But I want to do it. Okay, let's do the shirt. Get that shirt now. So when you do your first interview with Men's Talk, I got the interview on, <laughs> got the shirt on it. So you never know, like, just how, like, have it like a quarterback being calm yeah, yeah. in the pocket. You just slow well, down. Someone that's on the same wavelength, that same page, it helps out. It, it gets and some of those doubts or even that, that fear of, yes. of, is this a good idea? And yeah. then you, and she just gives you that look like, it's a great idea. What are you waiting on? Do it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I remember like just going on interviews and I'm like, and I'm just so nervous. <laughs> so I'm like, like, you did good. I'm like, Really? Like, you speak well. You should keep doing this. You should do your own thing. And to, this pandemic has been, it's unfortunate. Yeah, of course. People had to pass away. People had to get sick. I wish we could take out that part. You know, yeah. in the world history, nobody, no generation has ever had the world stop. Yeah. For six months yeah. with a smartphone, with technology. Nobody has ever had that. And to say, like, Dude, like, if anybody don't come out of this with something, it's a problem. And that's not saying that you got to start a business. Even you do one thing, just work on yourself. You had that mm-hmm. six to eight months to just be like, you know what? Let me just slow down. I can see things. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. yeah no, you make a, a great point because we live in a time where the cell phone, everything's fast, fast, fast. Hey, yeah. did you hear Did you hear the new Drake album? Did you hear the new J. Cole album? Did you hear this? Did you hear that? Oh, did you watch this show? Did you check out Ozark? Did you check? And it's like, everything is going so fast and it's 
you feel like as a person, I'm behind. Man, okay, I got to listen to this album. I got to check out this show. I got to do this. Oh, man, I got to hurry up for work. I, like you said, the pandemic been a, a, a gift and a curse. Yeah. It's been a gift because you can actually sit down and work on yourself or, man, I needed some family time or I just needed more time with my spouse. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's so much of that. Or, man, I always wanted to work on another language. And now you have to, a moment to, okay, let me work on another language. But then obviously with the pandemic, you have some people passing. Unfortunately, my family was affected by it, not once, but twice. So mm-hmm. so that's the part that 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 sucks. But I think it's great what you said, as far as this is a moment to work on yourself. You don't have to be a super duper entrepreneur. Or let me get the side hustle. It's just self. Self-healing is key. Once you once you figure out self-love, oh man, you feel like Superman. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, if if I knew this like 10 years ago, man, I'm like, yo, imagine, imagine what a guy, imagine what a guy can do if he knew this when he was single. Yeah. Imagine what he will avoid dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know my worth. <laughs> you know, imagine how powerful that person would be, you know. Man. You say that, but you know, I look at things as like the butterfly effect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, if I had the abilities and the, and the confidence that I do now, ten years ago, would I would I be on that same path, or would I be would I be a jerk? You know, because I have that confidence of, and every every girl want me, or man, all my followers love me. You know, so I look at it as, man, this is a humble experience that I have to learn. Good point. Okay, cool. Now I can. Now I learned that now I got everything that I need. I got the 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 fiance, the wife, the you know, whomever. And it's like now we can be unstoppable, not just me. Yeah, you know what? To add to that, like my failures have made me humble. No matter how many interviews, no matter how many how much money I make in the future, it's going I'm forever gonna be humble. I'm always gonna remember where I came from. Um I saw a quote from The Rock, you know, he was talking about. He said, what keeps me going is where I came from. Yeah. He said, I always remember myself having those seven bucks in my pocket. Yeah. Now this dude is like freaking the biggest yeah. actor he's, in the world. Yeah, he's uh, I think he has the most most followers ever on Instagram. Yeah, like over like, 200 million or something like that. It's, I, look it's at that as, I look at that as motivation. Like, mm-hmm. this dude is super humble. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. like, I'm, no matter what, I'm always going to be humble. Because I always had those moments be like, when I didn't feel wanted. When I didn't feel loved. I always remember what that feels like. You know what I'm saying? Some people get to a certain point, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm forget that person, that person. Nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, no, you're, you're yeah. right. I look at him, I look at, I don't really follow too much celebrities on social media. Mm-hmm. There's probably a handful. Okay. But I follow him because um, I was a big WWE fan. Yeah, and yeah. um, But I follow him not because of, like, his person, like, just the growth. Yeah. To see how... When he was in WWE as Rocky Maivia, he yeah. was borderline out the WWE. He was like, okay, if this doesn't if this doesn't work for you, we're gonna change the name. And if that doesn't work, you know what happens. Those guys are out. They're they're contractors. Mm-hmm. But to watch him get his moment, change his name, take over his life. And once he you can tell, like he took over his career, pretty much took over his life. Okay. He became the biggest wrestler during during the 90s, early 2000s, then did the acting then became a, a successful actor. Now he's a executive producer, producer, has his own studio. And it's like, wow, if mm-hmm. he can achieve that. And that was in a probably a, what, 20 year, 25 year span of watching yeah. him evolve. And it's like, 
if I if he can do that, I can do it too. So I watch him in that way. Like, how does he have time to do Same. all these movies and still have a wife and have and still be dad? So it's stuff like that I watch for, and I'm like, okay, if he can do this, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I forgot to share one part, right? Yeah, go ahead, man. Um, so when I did um, I did Rally Up magazine, right? You know, I got a chance to share my story for the first time. It's the first time I'm speaking on stage. This is last year, 2019. And my relationship with my father up until that point wasn't that good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I told him I forgave him when I was 25. Apparently, it's something he never forgot, right? And he supposed to attend my first time speaking engagement, right? So he didn't make it because he had to go to work. And we're driving home. I'm feeling super good, man. I'm like, yo, I killed it. And that's how it felt. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in tears. I'm just super happy. I'm like, really stepping to my purpose. I'm like, maybe I can keep speaking more often. He calls me. He's like, son, these are words that I never heard in my life, my 35 years of living. Son, I'm proud of you. Son, I love you. And he lives 45 minutes from me. As a matter of fact, I'm coming to give you a hug. I never, I never hugged my father before. I don't know what that feels like. I got chill just this actually talking about that. He, he said, son, I love you. Kiss me on the cheek. I was like, yo, it's crazy how like society will put a stigma on a man telling a man, I love you. Or a man saying, hey, dude, I care about you. You know what I'm saying? Or a man like, yo, just checking on you. Like, what? what's wrong with you? What? Nah, it's, it's okay to do that. And I was like, damn, I didn't know why I needed that. Yeah. You know, I was like, damn, I didn't, that... When I feel like I got that hug, that was like, if it was glass shattering, boom, that's how it would have been. Man. Yeah. No, I'm glad you shared that because um, especially in our community, right, it's the, the males, or probably in any male community, to be honest, mm-hmm. of showing the emotions or being vulnerable and, and trying to express yourself in that way. The lashing that we used to get, especially when you're a kid, oh man, it's insane. It's insane. Like the words that I can't even say because, you know, the Me Too era now, but Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, you're telling a child that if I don't hold in my feelings, I need to go, I need to go to the little girl's room. Like, you know, that's, that's insane. So I'm glad you shared that. And now that that happened, right? Once that happened, and you you finally got that glass shield, sh- uh, shedding moment, right? Mm-hmm. Did you feel unstoppable after that? How did you feel? Did it? Did it? Okay, this is what I needed to be, the dark Superman. Yeah, at that point, I feel like I'm Craig. That's how that's how I felt. For me, that's it's a powerful statement. You know, I have it now because it's like I like fitness or whatever, but. And it's like, I, I fell in love with myself. Like, I love my first, last, and middle name. I love me first. You know what I'm saying? I'm becoming that. Um, there's a big Sean song. I can't remember the lyrics. He said, I'm finally becoming the idols I look up to. You know what I'm saying? I'm becoming a man that I'm actually looking up to. Yeah. And that feels good. It's not saying you're perfect, but you in, you're in that progress of making those steps, becoming yeah. that person. And just like, I feel feel like I can do anything. And that's how I feel right now. There are a lot of things I'm doing that are uncomfortable, that are new. I'm like, you know, I I got- How did you grow? And how did you grow? 
I got a lot of people that I, uh, I always go for inspiration. You know, my favorite people, that I, uh, T.D. Jakes, uh, The Rock, Kobe. And I remember he always said, I ain't ducking nothing. And I was like, I can't. And I was like, God, I would not duck anything. Yeah. If I'm asked to speak on something, I'm going to do it, even if I'm nervous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Half the time we nervous, no one will ever know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Unless you see them, like, shaking. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> No, like I was wet earlier because it was hot, <laughs> but you never, you just, it, it feels, it feels good to just, to just literally be walking in your purpose. That's, it feels good. And I'm so happy that this community that's been created with all of us, man, it's a good thing. To, it's a yeah. good thing to be. Yeah. No, it's a phenomenal thing. And, and it yeah. gives you that, that courage to, okay, let me step up my game up a little bit more. Yeah. This is going to be a little uncomfortable. Wait, you, you, we're doing a meeting with, with 15 other people? Uh, okay, all right, let me, yeah. let me do this, you know? No, yeah. I, <laughs> but but I love the fact that the people in the community, it's, you know, I probably had maybe one or two people that was pretty much jerks, but, you know, that's what we've got the block button for. We don't got time okay. for that negative vibes. But yeah. other than that, the energy's been phenomenal. Hey, how can I help you? Hey, I'm just checking in on you. Don't even want anything. You're like, whoa, hey, my friends don't even check on me like this. My family don't even check on me like this. So it's it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah, that's that's how I mean you communicate. So I was like, yeah. yo, bro, you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't yeah. want nothing. Yeah. That yeah. feels good. Yeah, it feels good, right? Like nobody wants anything. Um, but before we go, please tell the people where can they find you at? What tell them, tell them whatever information that you would love to share with them. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, my personal page is I am Dark Superman. That's more fitness and motivation, pretty much all into one. Um, Chunk and Coop, that's me and my fiance page. That's like laughter and joking, also inspiration. You can also find me at uh, Let's Uplift Kings. You know, that's my male's uh, organization. We got a podcast and everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate this, man. Guys, please check them out, um, especially the Dark Superman. It's one of my favorite pages. I'm like, man. Thank you. It's not it's not just him working out. It's it's you working out with other people and, and you're encouraging them. And it's not everybody looking like the rock. It's hey, you want to get in shape? Let's go. You know, and that's what I find is is beautiful, you know. And I'm like, okay, I gotta I gotta start hitting the gym sooner or later, man. This guy's really turned into a superhero. Hey, bro, if you're in the same city, you already know I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All Better right. Time. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. This was the Just Believe podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Until then, see you next time. Hey, guys, what's going on? That was my man, Craig Cooper. Once again, thank you for doing this. And if you want to see the amazing things that he's doing, don't be scared to look at the show notes. I have all his contact information in there. And if you're currently going through something and you don't know who to reach out to, try reaching out to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline number. That's 800 273 that's 800-273-8255. And if you're not a person that likes to talk, you're more of a texter, well, try texting home to 741-741. And that's the crisis hotline number. That's going to reach you to a counselor. And they're going to guide you into the best situation possible to help you overcome your dark times. That's text home to 741-741 and you'll be connected to a counselor and they're going to help guide you once again don't forget that you are special smart and beautiful you matter thank you that was the just believe podcast i'll see you next wednesday peace out